and welcome to the first episode of the Healthcare Maze podcast. The goal of this podcast is to assist patients and their providers through the complexity of our healthcare system. We will examine key concerns and current events affecting patients and their providers. This is an educational podcast that will interact with its listeners. My name is Mike McLaughlin. I have over 30 years of healthcare industry experience. I'm going to provide content and advice for all of our podcast listeners. We will have occasional interviews with individuals in the healthcare field. An email address will be established for feedback from our listeners. The podcast will look at healthcare challenges and suggest possible solutions. This podcast is not a political platform to compliment or place blame on any political party. We have researched numerous sources for the information that we'll be sharing with our listeners. For example, the Commonwealth Fund, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, the Kaiser Family Foundation, eHealth, and various healthcare consulting firms. My initial thoughts for this podcast are for the following topics. Explain how the healthcare system is organized, review the cost and care implications for patients, examine the high cost of medical care and pharmaceutical drugs, the lack of transparency related to pricing of services, the opportunity for telehealth to improve patient care, the difficulty of moving towards healthcare consumerism, and the impending physician and nursing shortage. So let's start out with an overview of the healthcare system. In the U.S., it's a mix of public, private, for-profit, and non-profit insurers and healthcare providers. The federal government provides funding for the National Medicare Program for adults age 65 and older, and some people with disabilities, as well as various programs for veterans and low-income people, including Medicaid, and the Children's Health Insurance Program. States manage and pay for aspects of local coverage and the safety net. Private insurance, the dominant form of coverage, is offered through employers. The uninsured rate increased by a total of 1.7%, from 10.4% in 2016 to 12.1% in 2019. This has resulted in approximately 29.6 million uninsured people as of 2019. We are going to review the following topics as part of the U.S. healthcare system overview. The lack of universal coverage, Medicare, Medicaid, Children's Health Insurance Program, the Affordable Care Act, the role of government, the role of public health insurance and safety nets, the role of private health insurance, the lack of a standard benefits package, and cost sharing and out-of-pocket spending. The United States, as uh, most of you know, does not have universal health care. However, nearly 88% of the population was estimated to have coverage in 2019. This is based mostly on employer-sponsored health insurance, which was introduced during the 1920s. In 1965, the first public health insurance programs, Medicare and Medicaid, 
were enacted through the Social Security Act. Medicare ensures a universal right to health care for persons aged 65 and older. Eligible populations in the range of benefits covered have gradually expanded. In 1972, individuals who are under the age of 65 with long-term disabilities or end-stage renal disease became eligible. All beneficiaries are entitled to traditional Medicare which is a fee-for-service program that provides hospital insurance, better known as Part A, and medical insurance, better known as Part B. Since 1973, Medicare beneficiaries have had the option to receive their coverage either through traditional Medicare or Medicare Advantage, which is known as Part C. In 2003, Part D a voluntary outpatient prescription drug coverage option provided through private carriers was added to Medicare coverage. The Medicaid program first gave states the option to receive federal matching funding for providing health care services to low-income families, the blind, and individuals with disabilities. Coverage was gradually made mandatory for low-income pregnant women and infants, and later for children up to age 18. Medicaid covers approximately 17.9% of Americans. It's a state-administered, means-tested program, so the eligibility does vary by state. And individuals need to apply for coverage. As of 2019, more than two-thirds of Medicare beneficiaries were enrolled in managed care organizations. In 1997, the Children's Health Insurance Program, or CHIP, was created as a public state-administered program for children and low-income families that earn too much to qualify for Medicaid, but they're unlikely to afford private insurance. Today, the program covers approximately 9.6 million children. In some states, it's considered an extension of Medicaid. In other states, it's a separate program. In 2010, the passage of the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, or ACA, represented the largest expansion to date of the government's role in financing and regulating health care. Some of the key components which got implemented in 2014 are as follows. It requires most Americans to obtain health insurance or pay a penalty. The penalty was later removed. Number two, extending coverage for young people by allowing them to remain on their parents' private plans until age 26. Number three, opening health insurance marketplaces or exchanges which offer premium subsidies to lower and middle income individuals. And lastly, expanding Medicaid eligibility with the help of federal subsidies for states that choose that option. The ACA resulted in an estimated 20 million people gaining health care coverage, reducing the share of uninsured 20% in 2010 
to 12.1% in 2019. The federal government's responsibilities include setting legislation and national strategies, administering and paying for the Medicare program, co-funding and setting basic requirements and regulations for the Medicaid program, co-funding CHIP, funding health insurance for federal employees as well as active and past members of the military and their families, regulating pharmaceutical products and medical devices, running federal marketplaces for private health insurance, and providing premium subsidies for private marketplace coverage. The federal government has a small role in directly owning and supplying providers, except for the Veterans Health Administration and the Indian Health Service. The states co-fund and administer their CHIP and Medicaid programs according to federal regulations. States set eligibility threshold, patient cost-sharing requirements, and much of the benefit package. In 2017, public spending accounted for approximately 45% of total health care spending, or approximately 8% of the gross domestic product. This includes federal, state, and local governments. Federal spending represented 28% of total healthcare spending. Federal taxes fund public insurance programs such as Medicare, Medicaid, CHIP, the military health insurance programs, Veterans Health Administration, and TRICARE. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is the largest governmental source of health coverage funding. Medicare is financed through a combination of general federal taxes, a mandatory payroll tax that pays for Part A, the hospital insurance, and individual premiums. Medicaid is largely tax funded, with federal tax revenues representing two-thirds of the cost, and state and local revenues the remainder. The expansion of Medicaid under the ACA was fully funded by the federal government until 2017, after which the federal funding share gradually decreased to 90%. CHIP is funded through matching grants provided by the federal government to states. Most states, 30 in 2018, charge premiums under that program. Taxpayer dollars fund several programs for uninsured, low-income, and vulnerable patients. For instance, the ACA increased funding to federally qualified health centers, which provide primary and preventive care to more than 27 million underserved patients, regardless of ability to pay. These centers charge fees based on patients' income and provide free vaccines to uninsured and underinsured children. Spending on private health insurance accounted for approximately one-third of total health expenditures in 2018. Private insurance is the primary health coverage for two-thirds of Americans. The majority of private insurance, 55%, is employer-sponsored 
and a smaller share, 11%, is purchased by individuals from for-profit and non-profit carriers. Most employers contract with private health plans to administer benefits. Most employer plans cover workers and their dependents, and the majority offer a choice of several plans. Both employers and employees typically contribute to premiums. The ACA introduced a federal marketplace, healthcare.gov, for purchasing individual primary health insurance or dental coverage through private plans. The states can also set up their own marketplaces. For example, in the Northeast, New York has its own marketplace or exchange. New Jersey chose to set up a federal marketplace. Medicare Part B covers physician services, durable metal equipment, and home health services. Part B covers only very limited outpatient prescription drug benefits, which include injectables or infused drugs that need to be administered by a medical professional in an office setting. However, individuals can purchase private prescription drug coverage, or Part D. Under Medicare, coverage for dental and vision services is limited, with most of the beneficiaries lacking dental coverage. Medicaid, under federal guidelines, Medicaid covers a broad range of services, including inpatient and outpatient hospital services, long-term care, laboratory and diagnostic services, family planning, nurse midwives, freestanding birth centers, and transportation to medical appointments. Benefits in private health plans vary. Employer health coverage usually does not cover dental or vision benefits. The ACA requiring individual marketplace and small market group plans to have what they refer to as 10 categories of essential benefits. Ambulatory patient services, emergency services, hospitalization, maternity and newborn care, mental health services and substance use disorder treatment, prescription drugs, rehabilitative services and devices, laboratory services, preventive and wellness services and chronic disease management, and pediatric services, including dental and vision care. Cost sharing and out-of-pocket spending. In 2018, households financed roughly the same share of total health care costs, 28%, as the federal government. Out-of-pocket spending represented approximately one-third of this, or 10% of total health expenditures. Patients usually pay the full cost of care up to a deductible. The average for a single person in 2020 was $4,364, and for families was $8,439. The actual deductibles for a health plan can vary considerably depending on the premiums you're willing to pay. Thanks for listening to the first episode of our overview of the healthcare system. The next episode will continue our discussion of the overview. We'll talk about primary care doctors, specialty care doctors, 
hospitals, mental health, long-term care and social support, and strategies to continue improving the quality of care. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We will have a weekly episode and invite you to subscribe to the podcast. As a subscriber, you will receive a notice when a new episode is available.